0: This is what? Mm. Hard to swallow.
1: (laughs) Gross.
0: Hi Swallows, welcome back to Hearts to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host Emery Lavelle J on Instagram and Twitter as I Emery. And of course, I'm joined here with some Negroes I know.
2: Oh, joining me now on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Kumar It's Lyrical Kumar. My papa taught me how to ride dick. Cut them off freeze them, then use them as ice picks. Hard times, baby. Got bitches upstate doing two to eight for first degree rape. When I can't hold a tape, my name, ho wait. Which I said, like I said, my name, ho oh, wait. Pussy is the bait. Around the way they call me the Pink Panther, Actually, Lila huh. He know the rap, Josephine Baker. Keep a wrist looking like strobe lights. When I bust my guns, niggas think I'm Babylon, cause my rock's shining, just like that siren. Okay? <laughs> Shout out to little Kim. Shout out to little (laughs) Kim. Little Kim,
1: Kim the queen. Hey!
2: You know, I had
1: to. Did you have something to prove? Did
2: you have (laughs) to prove? Well, that's that's an underground mixtape, Kim, that not a lot of bitches know. Just to (laughs) let y'all girls know who I ride for, but I know my history. Oh. Okay. 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 You got to know your history. You have to know your, your history.
1: Your her- you her-
0: history, then what is your you doing?
1: Your and your hearse.
0: <laughs> 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 and the history teller herself. Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lins Wags.
1: Hello, everyone. I'll keep it in Brooklyn. Hop on the dick like it's hopscotch. A1 Kitty again yeah. Top notch. Bitch, y'all talk here. Yeah. Blah, blah. I'll rock a bag with a C on it, D on it. Bitch, you want a hit? They put me on it. Take it, then have okay. a seat on it. Wake up and then I repeat on it. He wanna Ooh. see my left cheek move to make my right one. He paid for my time. I don't like him. I see money coming, I'm psychic. K I then double T Y. I want the finest that money can buy. I need it all and I want it a lot. New paper tags and I pull out the spot. Okay? <laughs> Chinese kitty, Brooklyn GT, get into it. That's my friend's daughter. Who? Chinese kitty. <laughs> Come
2: on, Chinese kitty.
1: She's good.
2: I'm gonna get um, into her. That one, that one's like that one made me blush a little bit. <laughs> but that, made that was me blush. from her
1: first mixtape. And the one she got bubbling now, like samples Kaya. I always have it on my stories. It's I'm not using Kaya. Lit, Bitch. It's called okay. Lit Bitch. The uh-huh. one she the one that's out now sampled that fire sample of Kaya. Ooh. It's called Lit Bitch. So check that out.
0: I don't know who she is, but I might have to listen to her.
1: Brooklyn.
0: Brooklyn. Brooklyn.
1: <laughs> Brooklyn.
2: <laughs> I guess if the Brooklyn Don Dada Lindsay Brooklyn herself
1: said
2: it, maybe I need to, you know. But she I'm a I'm it. a girl's own.
1: No, I get might
2: in. bypass that Kaya sample though. I'm not really using Funk Factory.
1: You know what? It's good though. It's one of the best kind samples of that song, aside from my other my first daughter, sweetie, icy girl. <laughs> first okay. daughter. My first daughter. My first boy. Work, work, sweetie.
0: She done got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that was I'm quick. Collecting them. Okay. <laughs> I got some announcements for y'all. Um, congratulations to Lena Bloom becoming the first woman to appear on the cover of Sports Illustrated.
2: Insert applause
0: here.
1: Wonderful.
0: Yes. Yeah, she's so beautiful.
1: She's a beauty.
0: She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She looks mm-hmm. like Linda Vandalista. <laughs> no, but I'm so happy for my... Chicago's own sister. It's great mm-hmm. to see you go as far as you're going. And not only my Chicago sister, but she went to the same college ever too. So alumni as well. She went to Berkeley.
2: Oh, congratulations. Okay. 2 face yeah. girls went to the same school. How interesting. How <laughs> Groundbreaking. Wonderful.
1: What? Oh, we also this- want to congratulate um Miss um, Osaka and Miss um, B. Stallion. On their covers as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, who also
2: appeared, and all three women looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. And also, and also, uh, Tanache was up there as well. Oh. Yeah, oh. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Oh no, you know what? Yes,
2: she was there. But
1: uh-huh. she was in. Was she inside? She wasn't. Oh a cover yeah, girl. she was
0: inside. I she was inside. She's inside. Of that's, that's but nevertheless, I think it was still a big deal for her to be even It TV, is so. I'm happy for her. So, yeah, all, all four, um Black women of diverse ethnicities and backgrounds, I, I'm happy to see it. Love to see it.
1: hmm Amen. Mm.
0: Another congratulation is due for MJ Rodriguez on her Emmy night.
1: Yes.
2: Yes.
0: There's a change going to come in the okay. day. Okay, MJ is
1: in the room. She it taking pictures bit. with bitches with she taking pictures with Sharon Stone, Viola Davis. Like she is in the room. She is now getting the swag bag. She is getting the cream that you know love they use. It. So
0: love to see it. You she know is what? getting
1: yeah. all of the things, and I'm here for it.
0: And um, another reason, yes, yeah, she does deserve it, and I'm glad I'm, it's finally happening because I felt like the other girls part of the cast. We're getting more light, right? Well, um, you know, um, what's her, what's their name?
1: Dominique. Oh no, no. Um, they are um, <clears throat> Angel. No, she play. They play Angel.
0: Yeah, they play Angel. Uh, the name slips my mind. Oh moment, my but God, what
1: is her? What is their name?
2: <laughs> I know it's. I'm gagging. She's on. She's on our mouth. I mean, every day, right?
1: Oh well, my goodness! I cannot remember their name for the life of me. India,
0: Moore. India, India.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, um, India. India Moore. They India were Moore. cast for um the movie. What is it called? Um, Danger Room or something. Whatever it's mm-hmm. called. But outside of that, I saw Dominique Ross. She was. She was on um, American Gods. So I'm like, when is it going to be India Moore's turn? And also, um, you know, the other girl that's on the show, she got cast for another, like, Latinx Phone project. I'm like, where is we Rodriguez shit? Why is she not getting booked? So I do think that this is really going to take her career further, especially being one of the first. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations.
2: And you look stunning. Stunning. And
0: it, it it put a tear in my eye, you know, seeing when she got to heard the news. There was a video on her Instagram page. Aww. I think her sibling actually posted it. And like you saw her literally like break down in tears. Like she had to
1: leave the room. Yes, because, you know, they she had to work hard and harder than probably, you know, anyone
0: else oh i mean you know just in general though
1: the girls always gotta work harder
0: <laughs> i'm sorry that yeah. wasn't she towards billy porter but i course by the way has a very interesting film project coming up that's going to feature a trans woman that's in high school i believe
1: yes and her and her sis crush her sis man crush. yes sis like,
0: trust. it's the coming of age story
1: well he has a crush on her and I think it's brilliant. I really love the premise.
0: I love the premise too. So I'm actually looking out for that. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Anyway, I, I, think, I think I think I think Billy learned a little something by being on that show. But you know. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, but (laughs) i gotta say before i even start these hot topics i just need y'all to pray for me you know because i've been watching the handmaid's tale and now i really hate all you hoes i'm just sick of humanity
1: (laughs) by his hand bitch
0: (laughs) ah. blessed day okay (laughs) bless me the fruit
1: okay
0: So uh, I do want to start with, um, Normani, wow side video. Oh, so a little uh, homage to Aaliyah. Um, I
1: enjoyed
0: the video. What did you guys think?
1: Um, well, stylistically, it was, well, visually, it was stunning. Normani looked beautiful. The choreo from It's Bankhead was top-notch and executed perfectly. She and Cardi looked beautiful together. She and the young lady who played like her her other self, they, those mm. two, like, that was absolutely beautiful. It's just visually, like, stunning. And conceptually, I just loved it. The song, however, I like it. <laughs> Does okay. it live up to the video, though? I have questions. I just have a lot of questions. Mm. You know, the song is good. Um, does it live up to the visuals? Um,
2: Debatable.
1: Yeah. For me, at least.
2: Well, you know, I, I, I hear you. Um, I agree with everything you just said. If the song lives up to the video, I'm not prepared to answer that question tonight, but probably not. <laughs> because that video was one of the best I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. By anyone. I agree. I agree. By anyone. And I got to give it to Normandy. I got to give it to Norman, because, you know, we're a genderqueer show. <laughs> okay? I got to give it to Norman. I mean she really just left me speechless. Um, it's hard to do that, but I was captivated by her and the song made me feel cute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to this uh, this new era and you know how I am about my pop girls, Emery. You know how mm-hmm. I am about my pop He's girls. He's very
1: serious.
2: And Normandy is more than just the R&B girl. That's why why it's gonna take her a little bit longer to win the girls over because she's not fully R&B. She's not fully, she's kind of in the middle. The girl's gonna give her a hard time, but she looked beautiful. The dancing was amazing. She was confident. There was not one part of the video that needed to go, except for one part I won't mention and
1: if y'all been listeners of this show y'all know what he's talking about
2: (laughs) But, But i just thought it was so like she like she really gave it to me this time and you know and i'm nobody i'm just a regular person but i do have very high standards for my pop stars and she hit the mark congratulations
0: yeah, I believe she delivered the video was visually pleasing. There wasn't one scene that was not captivating for me. Everything right. is well thought out. Um, the colors, the outfits, the choreography, the dancing, the hair, the makeup, the hair oh. choices. So oh, beautiful. Um, I think aesthetically, this is everything I needed from her. Um, the song, I do think that y'all critiques are valid i'm ready to pull up on you like it just
2: <clears throat> i don't <laughs>
3: listen,
0: listen,
3: listen, listen, listen.
2: it's kitty it's kitty cat music you know what i mean it's kitty it cat is music, music. <laughs> it's not for you specifically it's this is true for these it's for these little kitty cat girls out here because you talking to a cat and boys, okay And boys and boys
1: and right the way I'm feeling, a big fat, this is a Garfield asshole you talking to. So.
0: <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> <Garfield>. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah. But I mean,
2: the song was a little chill. It's, it's kitty cat. You, but it's, it's a little for chill. younger generation. It's, yeah. it's not really, I'm not going to judge her on her being a kitty cat girl because she is young. Like, you know, but. Well, let, you know, let's talk
0: about that her being young and you know not having any more years left let's talk Ooh. about how
1: Ooh, that was fierce. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> there has been some critiques Listen. from online viewers and you know music critics alike. So and what yeah. them hoes gotta say.
1: Well they say that um it was a good complete...
0: it factor.
1: Well before okay. we even get to that let's talk about the fact that the Aaliyah sample was clearly an outright sample, but I told y'all what, what they do nowadays, they, you know, it's it's called inspired by the original track. Um, and what they do is they basically copy it, but they, they use live instrumentation and maybe they change up the drum pattern a bit. You know, that's probably why, I don't know, um, her... Aliyah's uncle came out and, you know, said some shit about she should have cleared it with the family. She ain't got to clear shit with y'all. Um, well, that know. wasn't
2: true. That wasn't true. He didn't say that.
1: Well, what did he say? I know he get, did. Did he like it?
2: That wasn't really his tweet? No, he he. that what that ended up not being true. Um, it wasn't true. Okay. He didn't say that. Well,
1: there are people saying that, oh, she should be, Yeah. they should sue her. Sue her for what? Like, some people say it It, wasn't a very imaginative use of the sample. Mm,
2: I disagree. um, Um, I disagree. I think that it was eloquent. I think if you're going to try to come and use an Aaliyah sample, it should be that good. Um, like we already discussed, it didn't need the rap, you know. It wasn't the, a sample, but it wasn't a sample, and you know, I listened to it, and I'm very familiar with Aaliyah, and it wasn't a sample, but she she did say that it was inspired, right? And that and is I what I and that's what I was- expect
0: it was distinctively different enough to be considered inspired by it and not a sample yeah. or not an inspiration. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was fine by it. Uh, I think that's she for sure.
1: captured, well, I did think individual, just like, because when you think of when what, One in a Million came out, it was like balls to the wall for Aaliyah. Like there mm. were, you know, there had been murmurings about her marriage, which she never addressed. And then all of a sudden she came back grown. Like one in a million was that record for her that really changed the perception yeah. of, you know, like the our perception of her. It's like, okay, she's a grown bitch now. This is a bitch that knows where her hole is. You a know, she's, yeah, <laughs> this is a bitch that know where her hole is. This right. is a woman that is, you know, in command. And, yep. and I think Normani captured the sexiness. She captured the essence of it, especially the in the video. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, Cause yeah, I know I have a, a favorite. I have a favorite part in one in a million. It seems so silly, but she's my favorite part in a- Aaliyah's original videos when she's dancing with that fine guy in white.
3: <laughs> and mm-hmm. um
1: There's a part at the end where she's like hugging him from the back as they're dancing, like doing a two step together. That is my favorite part of that video. It's something so innocent. It's, it's innocent. It's pure, but it's also raw at the same time. You know what I mean? And I think Normani really captured that. Like I, it made me see Normani in a different way as well. Like a young woman who's in control of her sexuality, her body, You know, Mm -hmm. and I like that. There's a liberating feeling about it.
0: Some are saying that she needs to stop doing these, you know, um, these inspired by videos because her last project was literally a dedication to Beyonce. Do you all agree with that critique? Like they want to discover who she is as a person. And so it would be wiser to step away from that.
1: She is a young not, girl who's trying to figure herself out. That's I'm a lot. I'm not going to argue especially with Especially in this marketplace. I'm
2: not going to argue gotta with them.
1: You got to try certain things before you
2: hit. I don't know. I'm not going to argue with them. I think she does need her own sound. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, I. it's not like I ever shut her out, but mm-hmm. after this video, I said, okay, now I'm looking forward to it. I was never looking forward to it. Now I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what else there is in there, and you know she's got some. She's got some some girls to take on because that that Tanashi she turns it. Okay, so you know we want we want (laughs) to that Tanashi turns it. Another
1: girl that's trying to find her footing,
2: but Tanashi has a following. She's got her people that understand. I was
0: thinking of more so Doja Cat who's a rapper, but very much Well, Doja Cat
1: has solidified herself as a star. Like, she's not even in the lane with Tinashe and Normani. She's broken out of that.
0: Yeah, you're right. I only can include her in the conversation because she has become a a dancer to me, a a performer.
1: She is a girl who has found in time, has found Mm -hmm. her footing. This is her third album. This is her third offering. The first album, while the move song came out, no one was checking for Doja Cat when she was making beats on her Instagram. And then it took another project. And then now this project. That's how it, hopefully that's how it happens with Normani, it's like in stages. You know, it's not a sure thing anymore. This generation is very fickle about how they want these girls to look, how they want them to sound is kind of a crap shoot
0: well let's piggyback off a previous comment um, I saw a lot of questioning of if she has it back though. Is it do you think that she does? is it something that you don't feel I, I you think really she does. too
2: soon to comment on that I think she does. I think she needs to find it. She's kind of like you know, you know. I I think that she needs to find it, but I don't know the it factor. Hmm. Yeah, I think she's got it. I can't really think of anything that she doesn't have except for, you know, a catalog that that mm-hmm. you know she can stand on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, if she had the catalog. A, a, you know, in, you know with everything else that she's giving, then yes, but she does have the it factor, but she cannot be the it factor with no with no music. this is true valid valid point, well, but this she's is. a bad bitch though, okay, if I'm being
0: honest, listen, I love her, so as of today, my stance is what it is, but I am in hopes of it may change, right? I'm open to that. Is it It Factor? Mm, I think she has the T for talent, but not the I for intriguing. Right. So she, she don't got the
2: full it.
1: She doesn't, <laughs> yes. right. That's the good, yeah, that's great. I don't know, if, I don't know. But, there's, the but there's, also, is,
2: there's also celebrity in the It Factor that y'all are talking about that she's missing. I think that is a big part of why the intrigue, because there's no celebrity to her. She's just kind of a normal girl. Like, there's no mystery. There's no... <laughs> like her name implies. It's, it's, <laughs> you, you you see what I'm saying? So I feel like if she was more intriguing, that would make y'all think she has it. But she already has all the components. It's just that Girl, you're just too regular. Like, you're not... I
1: want her to stop being the most talented girl in Fifth Harmony.
2: But she's she's already bypassed that. No, but listen to to what I'm saying.
1: I think she's still competing with Camila Cabello. Like, get over it. Forget that bitch. Do what you do. Stop sitting in... I should be recognized because I'm the most talented. I'm the one who did all the splits in Fifth Harmony. I'm the one that did the- She's sitting on that. I think I if she let-, let go of that, this is just my personal opinion. Because yeah. I don't really <laughs> think she has an if- by F. I don't think she has the if-factor at all.
2: Do you think Camille Cabello how- has the if-factor?
1: Hell no, but they uh- like her. <laughs> <laughs> that girl could barely sing. And that <clears throat> half done hair wears me.
0: Yeah, that's her thing. I actually don't think that she has the most impact, but there is something to her. Look at me. Yeah,
2: yeah, I hear it. And to me, there's something to Normani. Like she's she's so super talented and she makes it look easy. These bitches out here can't do what she does. None of them. Doja can't do what Normani does. I haven't. Sorry, no. I've seen her. I've seen her put on amazing performances, but I, but I haven't seen Normani put on the type of performances that Doja has. Okay, yeah, but Normani doesn't but, have
1: the music that Doja has. Absolutely, and that's the but, difference.
2: But if you give her the catalog, that's why I'm waiting for this album, because if you I'm if she has the catalog, now she can prove to you. You know she doesn't have anything yet, so it's kind of like too soon to tell. And I'm not trying to judge her that way. She's still a new girl, and you know, to the new girls, I always give them a space to show me who they are. New, but she ain't had no projects. That's the problem. Well,
1: she keeps putting out these feelers to check the temperature.
2: And but you know what? Imagine if she kept putting out projects and never ever got it. Then we'd be like, damn, what a waste of a black well, excellence. Let me be clear this wild side is a major, major step towards what
0: I need.
1: She yeah. got a machine behind her. Yeah. That video, money is behind her now. So they yeah. she got my attention.
0: She got what my she's
1: attention. <laughs> doing. There are people that believe in what she's doing. You don't just get its bank head on set like you don't just uh, that type of production there is definitely now because a there's no
2: one else to there's carry a team. out there's no one else to carry out what she's trying to do right now the next no. closest person would be Tanashi but for some reason they no. don't like Tanashi as much as they like Normandy. so you know i'm looking forward to it there hasn't been a girl like this since Beyonce to make me actually stop and say wait a minute this bitch is actually perfect you know what I mean yeah. but but she's got to find out who she is as a woman mm-hmm. and then as I a think woman as a woman my I, don't know she voice. Need, I don't know <laughs> if she need to get some different type of dick or something but oh it, my god <laughs> you, <laughs> listen, I'm telling
1: you to kind of make you sing
2: I know Ariana Grande has
1: not had that dick yet I don't care what y'all say
2: Ariana I know had when a bitch has had
1: though. the type of dick that she's makes you do certain things. She's had some,
2: good, she's had some good dicks. I don't know if she handled it correctly, but she's had some good dicks before. <laughs> Baby, we about to move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, y'all Money, always do this. Y'all always do this. We do. We, we went
0: there. I'm just ready for you to do what you do. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Turn those I girls. look forward to this album. I look forward to this album, and that's going to... Make me determine how I really feel. You might get your eye. I'm really <laughs> <for me. laughs>
1: You got your T, but do you need you need your eye?
0: Did she get your eye for the it? <laughs> 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 okay. Um, little Nas nice, X. We also yeah. had a video drop. Um, industry video with Jack Harlow.
2: Industry Baby. Yeah, that. First of all, the whole song is a troll because Industry Baby is like, okay, y'all trying to say I was planted to make y'all all gay. So already that's a troll in the name. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I live for it. You know, I live for all of it. I live for the lyrics. Y'all was never really rooting for me anyway. You know, when I'm back up on top, y'all, I want to hear y'all say, he don't run from nothing. You know, it's given. I'm into all that. The gays need to start being like that. You know what I mean? Like it's giving I'm gay, you're bothered. The video was so crisp. You know, the even though they were dancing naked, to me, there was something about it that was still
1: I loved it. I love seeing all those asses jiggling. <laughs>
2: there, it
1: was just I loved it. All those beautiful yes. brown men. I love that.
2: Mm-hmm. And they and they were all. You know, I mean, and then their feet were out. You know, I was getting my life. It was cute. Okay. I loved it. Not the feet. <laughs> and I'm not even into feet, but, you know, when I saw those feet dancing, I said, this is over. Oh, look, at <laughs> <laughs> look at them toes. Look at them toes. And actually, Lil Nas is getting more confident. So, you know, they be reading his dancing and stuff like that, and I understand. But, as he, you know, he's another one. It's getting, He's gonna... He's turning it, bitch. Like, uh, you know, I feel more confident doing music because of his presence. Do you understand Mm -hmm. me? Like That's an important
1: statement, Marcus. Yes,
2: absolutely. And I, you know, I usually know these girls from a version Vogue. That's why I said I'm already off Normandy's neck. She's already kind of in my club. Okay. She's shown me what, you know, Lil Nas is the same. He's giving, I'm going to do it on my terms. You know, a black queer, that's how we live our lives. So now mm-hmm. y'all about to so now y'all about to see it, you know, in front of you all the time and it's about to bother a whole bunch of hosts. And I hope to help him push through this agenda on y'all's asses. Because uh, you know, uh I just like I said. You know, I feel more confident being in this arena because of people like Lil Nas. If he wasn't there, it may not make me as energized to do what I'm trying to do musically. Right. So, A plus Thank again. You. A plus again, Lil Nas, bitch. Again <laughs> okay. and again
0: and again. No, he does a great job of giving us content that foresees us and gives us the exact shit that people have, you know complained about and presenting to presenting to us visually the exact thing that the mainstream doesn't want to see in a very appealing way. And I love that. Mm-hmm. It makes people uncomfortable, but it also makes you watch. Yes. <laughs> it looks good. It looks um, good. I mean it's so brilliant to use, you know, the shower scene, you know, the infamous drop the soap symbolism, prison. I mean, come on. It's so perfect. Um, And he just does this all the time. He loves, like, sensationalism of, like, creating these conversations, all these big, big ideas. So I do love that about them. I don't really think about his dancing because that's not what I look to him for. Right. But I I do think he's, like, really important. And I love the fact that I'm Mr. Harlow was a part of this project as well. And also, I think Jason Momoa was in the video.
1: Yes. First of all, Jack Carlo, I'm like, when did he get cute?
0: Bitch,
2: can we talk about that? I think he And got he said cute. it in the
1: song. He said he getting finer. Like, and yes, bitch, you are. I
2: think I was he got like... Once he got, once he started getting into black women, I think that's when Maybe he got cuter.
1: Because I looked
0: at him in the video. I was like,
1: it's just a and same. What's pop, and what's He looked like some screech ass white boy, like some screech, Dustin Diamond looking ass, you know, curly haired white boy. Now I'm like, oh, he getting his grown Wait, man on. That? I'm like, who is that? Nobody <laughs> coming with a... let me tell you something. Just to um piggyback off of what Marcus just said, this is how we live our life. And um that is the commentary that I like to hear. That is what little Nas represents. It shouldn't be uncomfortable. It should be fun. This is not, you know, him being unapologetic, him being his full authentic self while entertaining people is what I'm most proud of him about. I'm really proud of him, actually. How he navigates the internet, how he navigates just um, being in the industry, kind of turning itself on its, you know, kind of turning all these ideologies and pathologies on its heels. I love that. I hate the fact that a lot of gay men have lauded this video, like exposing their internalized homophobia and femphobia. Right. This is what you do. I don't like I, I help me understand what is so uncomfortable about men kissing other men. That's what you do. If you're gay, that's if you're you a gay man, that's what you do. You kiss men, you fuck men like it's just like we heterosexual people. We watch people kiss. We watch people fucking. It's the same thing. It's nothing. (laughs) And the main message is, it's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any of it. And I was saying this to the guys the other night. I hate that so many gay men, like, from little kids have this external noise. They have been like taught to quell a part of themselves, you know, not be themselves. You're being too feminine. You're being, you know, in order to fit in a box. And even as grown men, that noise is still present. And they
2: project
1: it onto a young man who's free, like little Nas. It's disconcerting to me. It pains me. It hurts me. I don't like that kind of talk, but that's what I've been hearing. The the talk surrounding this video from a lot of gay men, while he's doing too much, he's not doing enough. He's not right. doing enough.
2: Which kills me because the gay people, they already know that there's many levels of gay. So why are y'all acting like... <laughs>
1: it's just like there are many levels of being heterosexual. What is the oh, big okay. deal? if you 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 kiss people, you make love to people, you do all these things, why don't you want to see yourself? The fact right. that these men don't, they see themselves and they hate it mm. is the part that hurts me. They've been the fact. taught that.
3: The
0: fact.
1: and talking about it helps them find favor with horrible heterosexuals who are really homophobic. Right. Because heterosexuals are waiting for other gay men to say, he's doing, you know, he's doing too much. So they could be like, see, he's gay, and he even thinks they are doing too much.
3: Exactly.
0: For- Somebody co-signed this bullshit internalized homophobia. See, I-, I don't like the fact that they see these things and they rush back into their own childhood trauma of trying to hide and silence their lives. Like that's not supposed to be on my screen. You're not supposed to see into this life. You're not supposed to see what it's like to be gay. We're not supposed to normalize that. And bitch, the more you keep doing that, we're not going to make no fucking progress. You're never going to see people like you in the mainstream at the forefront when you keep feeling like you have to hide who you are. I thought it was so great that somebody did this online. They created a parallel between Little Knots X and the Industry Baby video Dancing Naked in the Shower scene with Cardi B's press, where she was fully naked, dancing, and you see What's difference the difference in response. You see a difference in response. We are just people dancing. <laughs> Period. Niggas wasn't saying shit when they got to see some titties that they like. But now you see a dick dangling, covered by a little bit of blur, and you uncomfortable. You got that between your legs.
1: (laughs) And bitch, you use it. And you suck it, fuck it.
0: You suck it, fuck it?
1: it, uh, Women, men, it don't matter. We all have sex. That's what humans do. yes. When people, people don't just re-
0: exist think, in your confines of how they, when you think of it that go. way,
1: people will listen. If a, <laughs> let me tell you something. If people could find a way to put a dick in an the ear, they would. Any open orifice. any open orifice. <laughs> you know, I always say that.
0: We always say
1: that, yeah. me, open orifice is game. It's sex. That's what humans do. It's not a big deal. It's not. It's nothing. And it's okay. And it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. He is a young man. We were just talking about young women owning their sexuality, having autonomy over their bodies. He is doing the same thing. Yet he is a man. The only thing that's different is he's a man, a young right. man, and that that is a different type of freedom. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just I'm just sick of the bullshit. I really I'm am sick of
0: the bullshit. And I just feel like people need to stop. First of all, everything ain't fucking about you. I hate the fact that <laughs> just
3: because he's. <laughs> It's so
0: true. You see this gay man dancing and being naked, that means that you're trying to force me to be like you. It's not
2: the fuck about you. Or your or your trifling ass child.
0: Yes, like exactly him doing him and got shit with force feeding you to do to do differently. You know what I'm saying? It's just exhausting.
1: And stop Everybody think something to, is some agenda. And stop if trying the gay to curry agenda f- is
0: anything...
3: <laughs>
1: stop trying to curry favor with heterosexuals. 80% oh, yeah. of the time, they don't give a fuck about y'all. You know why? Because you fuck niggas. I am so sick of tap dancing around, you know, these, you know, they look into heterosexuals. You don't need heterosexuals and their bullshit acceptance to exist. Nope. Do what you do. Fuck them. We gotta make
0: sure they feel comfortable. They don't give a fuck Fuck. about kissing in front of you. They don't give a fuck about you.
1: Trust me. They don't. don't care about your comfort? The fuck? Well-being, your existence, you're nothing. I saw
0: conversations about how they were talking about the little Nas X, of course, in barbershops. This guy posted on um on Facebook. He was like, he used to have a gay barber when he lived in Atlanta, and then he relocated, and he had to go back to a straight barbershop. And then he come to the realization, like, "Oh my god! Like I forgot how homophobic the barbershop is." They sitting here, like, "I don't want to see that gay shit in the in this little non-sex video." And
1: yeah, and that's the funny part because I ain't never. First of all, straight men don't be on the tongue of gay. Men. <laughs> Not like that. Nope. Nope. Not like
0: that. Sounds like somebody's triggered. Something something internal is triggered.
1: Okay.
0: And we'll talk about that later.
2: Yep. (laughs) Yes, we are.
1: Mm. Now
0: let me talk about this raccoon loose braid bitch. Um (laughs) let me talk about uh uh, let me talk about R. Kelly. Oh, girl. Is is R. Kelly a bisexual child molester? Is he an equal opportunity
1: child molester? Is he a gay?
3: Is he a gay?
1: (laughs) Is R. Kelly a gay?
3: Do
0: he like pussy and dick too? (laughs) What is the truth? Well, anyway... So, in the original original New York indictment in uh, March of 2020, it um, it referred to six victims. The latest court filing refers to 20 Jane Doe's and now two John Doe's, according to NPR. So, one of the new allegations made by prosecutors is that in 2006, Kelly began a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old boy he met at McDonald's in Chicago, of course. And according to the following, the boy introduced Kelly to a second teenage boy, aged 16 or 17, with who Kelly had a sexual relationship with. Prosecutors allege that the senior course, the second boy to have sex with others, which he often videotaped, allegedly. Um, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. So, um, to all you R. Kelly supporters, do you you still fuck with him now that he might be a little... He might have a little sugar in his tank.
1: (laughs) A little sugar in his grits. (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) I'll still fuck with him. (laughs) You might be listening to music by a gay man. Listen.
2: Listen, even uh, (laughs) though... You asking the wrong bitches. You need to get some HoTep on here and ask them <laughs> okay. if, if they're if they're gonna listen. Because uh, you know, I, I took R. Kelly out. The last R. Kelly song I took out of my repertoire was "Do What You Want" by Lady Gaga and R. Kelly. Yeah, to me, which was a masterpiece, but she it turned it it turned it but. Uh, yes, you know, it it's not easy for me to let go of a nigga. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it might be hard for a few homo, home ho and for a few black women who have issues with letting go of the wrong black man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just another one on your list. Let it go, honey. And listen, the girls were saying something. Cause you know, I only speak once and I pay it, but the girls were like, Oh you Oh now y'all want to be upset with R. Kelly because he was raping boys, but when he was raping girls, y'all was pant. Listen, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with them. I agree with them. Why now? Why now? All of a sudden, because it's boys. Now y'all disgusted. See, now I listen, disgusted. Now you're disgusted. Black people are too selective for me. And I've been saying that since They're season one. They're homophobic. That's oh, well, black yes, people yeah. are
1: dumb, <laughs> and I'm gonna say that black Listen. people are fucking stupid. You <laughs> bastards! Watch that documentary Bastard. and saw the what he did to that young lady. Had her running around here dressed as a young stud, looking like a boy. What the fuck did y'all think this bitch was doing? Right. Of course, he'll stick his key in any ignition. Now dance on that.
3: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> y'all
1: watched him. I don't even think that young lady is... Um, He made her assume this, like, studly look, this masculine look. Y'all watched it on the documentary...
0: More cold. What origins. did you what
1: did you think was next?
0: I didn't even watch that I shit. I didn't need that to tell me how I feel about
1: her. I did not let me tell you something. That did not surprise me. Yeah. And there were also some when the documentary first I'm talking about the documentary on um what was it, Lifetime? When it first premiered, you know, there were lots, lots of things on the internet. They spoke. I can't find the article now, but they spoke of this one male companion in his entourage that was gay. And they said that he and this young man were lovers and he met him young. Maybe not at 17, but he met him young. Very mm-hmm. handsome man. I can't, I can't necessarily find, but this is not surprising. Mm-hmm. It's awful. All of it is awful and people who are now outraged, y'all are exposing how disgusting and sick you are.
3: Right.
1: So you prefer (laughs) the degradation of black women, you know, just because, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit more palatable because it's of the same sex. But now you're outraged because boys may have been involved. All of you who think this way need to go to hell. (laughs) Baby. The same hell that you condemn um, gay people to. Mm -hmm. No, that hell might be fun. I don't want y'all to go there. I want y'all to go to a pain and suffering, fucked up hell. The hell spoken about this. in y'all's Bible.
2: hmm Listen. You need to be stoned. When R. Kelly, when I heard that R. Kelly was pissing <laughs> in those poor girls' mouths, I said, now, he needs to go to prison. Because, you know, how you gonna piss First of all, you need to give somebody the opportunity to wanna to be pissed on, motherfucker. How dare you make a child? How dare you. How
0: dare you make a mouth a fountain?
1: How dare you a, engage in waterworks? With a child. Put him in it's prison. And under, do it the, under the jail.
2: And black people don't give a shit. Black people don't give a shit about him pissing in their mouth, though. They don't. They no. overlook it and say, "Oh, that was a no."
1: She fast. You know, <laughs> da, 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 da.
2: <laughs> hey, I saw. What, I
0: saw Bitsa saying, "If she didn't want to get peed on, why
2: didn't she move?" You know what? People so have a lot to that.
1: learn about consent, sexual coercion, grooming, because we're dealing with people that well, number one, don't read. Um, And number two, even if these things have happened in their, in totality, possibly in their own experiences, there's this sort of dissonance that's, Mm. you know, this detachment from violence that the Black community suffers from as a whole. You know what I mean? We are so... We are so desensitized to violence, especially sexual violence. These are all the, the you know, this is the remnants of, um, of slavery. We were mm-hmm. subjugated in all sorts of ways, sexually, mentally, physically, you name it.
0: I don't like nothing about it.
1: Nothing at all. But some of you motherfuckers need to read because that's how you break cycles. You need to listen and you need to read. And you need to have some fucking compassion and empathy. That's another thing that's lacking.
2: They yeah. got it for R. Kelly, though. They got it for him. Mm-hmm. Don't they?
1: Child, I was just at a party yesterday and the way these hoes was in their girdles, stepping to the name of love.
0: Bitch. I think the last well the the last time before I went this recent time, um, I think I was at some bar in bitch, of course in Chicago. Um Fiesta came on. Like, yeah, you know, this is what it is.
1: He was a jam master, but fuck him. And his jams. Ciao. I was like, let me go to the bathroom.
0: The fact that we got a show talking about R. Kelly and we just talking about Aaliyah just a little bit earlier.
1: Right. (laughs) It puts a bad taste in your mouth. It just does because, you know, whatever he did, you know, it was, I just, I don't know. It makes me sad about Aaliyah because I think this young lady went to her grave thinking that she may have played a part in that. And I don't know if anyone really told her none of that was her fault. Right. None of it. You know, I I do believe the adults in her life failed her, but that's another that's another topic for another day.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, well, R. Kelly still suffers in prison. And it's possibly going to be raped now that he's gay. Um, We can talk (laughs) about drag race.
1: Yay! (laughs) Start your ending. (laughs) Be the best woman, win.
0: Just to be clear, just because someone's bad doesn't mean you're actually gay. I'm playing with y'all. I'm playing with y'all. But, um, No, a few fans have asked. They wanted to hear our reviews and our thoughts about this recent All-Star Season 6 of Drag Race. Um, And I can confirm that we all have been watching
2: very closely. It's a tight
1: race.
2: It's a tight race. It's Um, a tight tank.
1: The first question, (laughs) is Trinity betrayed? You
0: know what? Of this cast? Yes. Yes. For me.
1: Even with a fucking broach on. He's giving me for y'all, he's the trade.
0: Even with a brooch, even with a flipper.
1: And I love the way he likes he he was like, (laughs) he was playing. Who was he playing with this episode? Scarlett? He was like, you look good, girl. He was like, what's up? You look good. I was like, ooh.
2: Listen, I don't. We don't really know if that's the truth or a lie. Or <laughs> listen, listen, the trade, the trade for me of the season is Miss Akiria. because of oh, the Butch no. Queen. I'm living Ooh. for it.
0: Well, no, I I don't disagree with that because for me it was between Akiria and Trinity.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's it. But they both give me Butch Queen Atlanta Butch Queen. Right,
1: Southern Butch Queen.
0: Well, Southern Butch Queen, because technically Akira is from Texas, but you know, so yeah, they, they their styles
2: are actually not far removed. I enjoy that, them that they both as black girls are bringing looks to looks. This, se- this season. L E W K K Lukes. <laughs> <Bitch>.
3: <laughs>
0: Okay, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. First of all, Akira is my fashion girl of the season. Yeah, she is. Especially the pattern look. It was it was two looks to me. It was the pattern look, and it was also the rose look. That
1: rose the, look was stunning. I
0: said it was so bitch. beautiful. Mm-hmm. She is not fucking playing game. She is a quintessential drag queen, okay? It's giving makeup, big hair, you know, hips.
1: Akira shocked me because I never looked at her as a fashion girl. And and I'm sorry, but you know how I feel about Southern queens and just Southern Mm -hmm. fashion in general. No offense to anybody who Southern is listening.
0: It can be be gaudy and tacky. Those are two adjectives that you associate with Southern. But she
1: has just been... A delight on the runway for me this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fashion, fashion girl. Well, I don't know Scarlett. I liked her looks, but I wasn't wowed. I,
0: it was always like if you just gave me twenty to thirty percent more, Scarlett, and
1: then I would know. Right? I would always love what she did, but if she was
0: always beautiful.
1: But. It was something mi- I don't know. Something missing. I don't know. It's not that it wasn't memorable, but I'm I don't know. It's just a curious would stand out on the runway. Like I would really be excited to see what she was given on the runway. I liked it. You know, I like her looks this season. Um, yeah.
0: So we established the trade and who we like fashion-wise. Um. At this point in the game, we have six contestants, all with one win, I believe. Yeah. Right. So ha- have any of you established who you see at least winning the crown or if not winning, at least like your top three?
1: It's so bizarre, but no, I haven't really carved out. I don't know. I'm not rooting for anyone in particular. It's so bizarre this season to me.
0: I agree with that sentiment because it's just like no one is really like climbing over the other. Like it's a really tight race. Yeah, and like, it's
1: not a crabs in a barrel type situation. Like, yeah, I'm, you know what I mean?
0: And to be honest with you, there were quite a few weeks on the show where I didn't know who was going home because it was so tight. Yes. Like to me, honestly, no one is doing horrible. It's like a matter of somebody, the others just doing better.
1: Right. People are stepping up. I will say that, you know, like the lackluster people or the people who thought they was going to come in and turn it and really didn't, Yara. Mm-hmm. They're gone.
0: They're gone. Now, I will say the last recent episode with the American Horror Story um, inspired thing.
1: That skit was too damn long.
0: It was long as fuck.
1: Oh my God, I could barely get through it.
0: I said, who edited, you know who edited that? Michelle Visage.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially she just wanted everybody to see her little performances, whatever that character was.
0: Yes, it was like, oh, I'm a producer. Uh, uh I got to keep everything. This was her, her Virgo mind. I can't cut anything out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, because,
1: <happened. laughs> baby, it was so
0: long.
1: Why? Like, <laughs> it was but so re- fucking long,
0: <laughs> but Man. I did enjoy, um, I enjoyed Eureka, um, what's Ginger Minge. So neat, Kylie. So neat, and also
2: I enjoy Jan.
1: But can we talk about Jan and this 110%? Because bitch, I don't understand why you don't understand what being yourself means.
0: Oh my gosh. And you know what I hate more? She will ask the room what the critique is and trying to better understand it and literally fight it. Yeah. Like,
1: and Eureka keep getting her together. But- You're being fake, girl. That's what that means. They they literally keep like, I don't feel like I am, though. Well, you are. (laughs) are. Now, deal. What do you want to hear differently? Stop acting like you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's me. I'm 110 all the time. No, you ain't home.
0: Well, guess guess what? If you don't figure this shit out, you're going to be going home. How about that?
1: Okay, because she's... (laughs) When I tell you Jan is getting on my nerves. It's just...
0: It's so... I don't know, cartoonish.
1: Yes. It's not it's, real.
0: It's just like... this a character. Soda. But what if that is naturally her? Very theatrical
2: and...
1: I don't think it is.
2: I... Let me tell you something about Jan. Um, she grew on me this season more. I used to feel like she was boring. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that anymore but I do feel like she doesn't know where to apply her talent unless mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. specifically unless it's specifically drawn out for her. She's not the type that can you know be in any room. Um, right i agree with that but she wouldn't stand out that's the first right but in the right challenge she might you know it's gonna be something where she can perform but other than that
3: yeah you're
2: right but what i will say is i don't hate her looks this season either she has some really amazing
0: looks actually yes she does a few that i was like okay
1: Mm-hmm. When, I don't know. Yeah, she's just ain't my favorite. She get on my nerves every time Jan opens her mouth. I'm like, oh, shut up. She shut get on my nerves up. too, but
2: I am really upset with Gara. By the way, um, I expected more. To me, it, like say. I I enjoyed her better on her first season. I don't I don't know if I'm wrong, but. You know, I just, I was exactly. really upset about Yara. To I me, was she really spent more that. time
1: putting on eyeliner for her confessional look instead of, you know, her looks for the runway.
0: I hate to tell y'all this, but if y'all actually go back and watch that season, that bitch thing changed one bit.
1: She hasn't evolved and that's the problem.
0: <laughs> that's the problem actually. She has not evolved. She has not changed. <laughs> it's the same body type.
3: Same yeah. level
0: of like maximalism. Like everything mm-hmm. is it's so much. <laughs> <It's> maximalism.
3: <laughs>
0: I mean, every look is like piled on top of piled shit. It's like, you it didn't need all that, girl. And you know that, but in relations to Jan, I actually enjoyed her this episode because that character I think she's playing lady Michelle,
1: mm-hmm. whatever yeah. inspired. Yeah,
2: it was a key key, it, it was cute, it was perfect. Though,
0: do you all feel like the right person won the challenge this week?
2: Because Kylie yeah. Sony won the challenge it, this week, it could have been, it could have been Ginger. But I, 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 I wasn't that.
1: mad at Kylie, and I enjoy I enjoyed her in the challenge, especially when Michelle gave her that direction, and she really mm-hmm. like turned it for me. And um, that runway, what can I say? It wasn't goth, but it was a moment.
0: hmm Yeah, I, I'm not mad at her winning, but I actually thought that Ginger or Eureka was going to win. hmm um,
2: so But when I look course. at when I look at Ginger and eureka in their roles to me those roles for them almost felt easy it, so it did
3: wasn't, it wasn't like, like oh, was seeing is... them
2: do anything that felt like it was outside right. of their comfort zone
1: but remember I, ginger I, lost to sonique she was gonna do sonique's part with that big monologue yeah,
2: she was and I think
1: Remember, she, yeah, she really wanted turned, that part, but
0: lost. She, she would have turned. She would have turned. She would have turned, 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 turned it. However, I will say, by default, I think that Kylie Soni naturally looks a little bit more like Jessica Lange. By she default, she sure
1: did, and yeah. so
0: it just kind of worked.
1: And once Michelle Vasad brought that out of her, she turned it. I was
0: every scene that she was in wasn't perfect, but the scenes that she got right. I was like, you giving me the mm-hmm. energy that I need. And so I wasn't mad at it. I do think that her goth look was 0% goth and more sex. But I'm not mad it. at it. But it was it not goth. Good. At all. Was good.
1: Who the fuck had real goth? Eureka, Trinity, Eureka. Trinity. Eureka,
0: Trinity. I guess I would say Akiria too.
1: Akiria. Slightly. Maybe Raja. Slightly.
2: No, yeah, a lot um, no, of them well, you know I think most of them You know
1: what, I'm saying because I
0: really goth liked with her spooky. in that
1: straight
0: hair I think they're no. mixing Goff with Spooky Some are mixing Goff with Spooky and others are mixing Goff with BDSM. and so I'm just yeah, like Yeah, it
1: was just weird, like some weird <laughs> mash of, bitch, y'all don't know what y'all doing
0: Like, I don't think y'all know what Goff is The, um Congratulations to her and that lip sync, bitch. You have some cute parts, but um, I'm gonna need you to ask some more season salt the next time if you get another chance.
1: Who, Kylie? Kylie and, um, Sonique,
0: when she lip synced for her 10,000?
1: I thought she did good. She did good. She it did. wasn't no Jessica Wild, because Jessica Wild came back and fucked it up for me. She, she really did. did.
0: But I'm not. I I needed like twenty to thirty percent more energy from that lip sync. I'm not gonna lie; it was a little lazy. And I know she can give me more, more because she's such an amazing performer. Like
1: she has naturally feminine
0: movements, Mm -hmm. feminine and fluid. I love that about her.
1: I thought she did good, but I enjoyed it.
0: it. So I'm gonna ask you one more again:
2: Do you have a top three?
1: <laughs> no, I do not. And I'ma tell you. I what do. Get you. Okay, I do. go ahead, Marcus.
2: Ginger, Sonique, and I hate to have to say it, but Eureka. Oh. Okay. I, I'm surprised so those are you the top, that. those are the three I'm going that I think are gonna make it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It, that, I didn't say favorite.
1: Well, do think. you have any favorite? No, no, no,
0: no, no. I also said I was interested to see why did you put Eureka there if she hasn't won a challenge?
2: Because I feel like she would wear the crown well. I think she'll perform at the last minute really well. Eureka deserves to be there. I'm gagging she hasn't won a challenge yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the critique for the next episode. I saw I it repeat. Her not
0: even Penn realize I haven't won a challenge yet. Mmm. They're the only two. But what you know what? I'll say this, because I actually don't disagree with the three that you said. What I wanted to say is, is that because it's such a tight race, it really is not a bad thing that you haven't scored a win because everybody only has one. Secondly, you even though she hasn't won a challenge, she has performed well pretty much every week. Right. Whether being in the top three or being just saved. So I do think that she has a tough. Definitely a secure spot of being in the top three. It should be at he's... the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what? I think I might. The three that you said. If I have to swap out, possibly one. Well, I'm hmm. concerned for Raja.
1: Me too. I'm concerned
0: for Raja. Yeah. Uh,
2: I was going to put her there, but Mm-mm. she's not. As we're getting to the end. She's not e- stepping it up more. Like some of these bitches are starting to let it out more. Yes, and sort of,
1: like plateaued.
2: Yeah, she's not. And those outfits are they're they're kind of starting to look pedestrian. Like, you know, I shouldn't feel like your your stylish aunt let you hold this outfit. And not only <laughs> yeah. did she, and not only did she <laughs> let you hold the outfit, she let you hold her wig. <laughs> I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to put on some drag hair. I'm gonna need some gonna drag the hair.
0: The pussy right cat wig gotta stop. It be these yeah. little. You are not your mama, bitch. Go get you a good drag queen wig. This is not a. Hair. This is not a a real. She's another one
1: that's playing with the fish look. Even yeah. Kylie is dragging herself out. Little makeup and hair.
0: Trying to. And it's not that Raja looks bad; she looks no, good. no, she looks good. But that, but it is like her regular. stylish
1: on, yeah, it is.
0: You look regular. And sometimes, girl. actually, the issue is sometimes your hair and makeup actually would complete a look. Sometimes, uh huh. So, bitch, you're really doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> I'm not giving you a better wig. I'll be like, yeah. now, bitch, why you wear that shortcut blue wig with that over-ass constructed outfit you made? Mm. You know what I'm saying? That blue short wig was not doing nothing for you. Or another time she wore, like, a short purple wig. I'm like, girl, that's not the hair
2: for this. <laughs> I don't know. It's like this realness hair. I'm like, girl, Mm-mm. you already look fish. So you're going to look fish even with big hair.
3: This Stop is seriously.
0: Bitch, you already been wearing pants for the last eight episodes,
2: bitch. Like, oh my god, every time a pants suit. I'm like, what is had, like, Kamala Harris is going on here. I'm like, this bitch thinks she's running for president. Like okay. you, this is this is
0: this is not the presidency, bitch.
1: That's too funny. But Trump
0: um, is true. Anyway, uh, those are our top three. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: if you can believe it.
0: Right. And um, yeah, we look forward to the next episode. And if you are not watching Untuck, you're only getting half the story. Okay. Oh, Girl. 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 <laughs>
1: the first time I heard that, I cracked up. <laughs>
0: well no what I liked about Untucked is that they show the voting yes and I be like Mm -hmm. oh bitch that's how the votes
1: work
0: um anyway getting some head. oh (laughs) oh
3: oh oh oh
2: <laughs> that was a Jesse Smollett scream. <laughs> Wait Right, <a
1: minute. laughs> <laughs> um, um. that's what happened when his subway sandwich flew in the air.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, tonight. Okay.
0: Um, it's been a minute since I gave mm. some head. Mm. High quality mm. Niagara Falls experience head. Mm. Mm. But I got just the right <laughs> one who deserves some. Mm. She's from Cleveland, Ohio, and I love a little Midwest change. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> she spits facts, and I'm trying to spit on her coochie. <laughs> <laughs> she what? hosts the cross-connection and that sounded like two lesbians bumping pussies. The person deserving
2: <laughs> of head this week is Tiffany Cross. Yes. yes. Educational, uh, educational cooch. Oh. <laughs>
3: Bad educational bitch alert. Tiffany
0: Cross deserves some motherfucking head for the way she went in on Miss Kelly DeMegan. Mm-mm-mm. baby, she read Megyn Kelly, former American journalist into a motherfucking box. Already knew what time it was when her, her opening statement <laughs> enough. <laughs> you knew what time it was. She was like, um, <laughs> instead of doing a typical segment about someone's someone or something relevant, I'm instead of going to take a slightly different approach and address someone completely irrelevant of course, I'm speaking about Megan Kelly. I was like, oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yes. She was like, she was like a 50-year-old bully is trying to bulldoze <laughs> her way back into relevance. That really? only comes to a woman like her for being a provocateur, not for offering any type of intellectual input. I said, Oh <laughs> the book You're is a awesome. great
1: start. <laughs> she was like,
0: Oh, no. Okay, one more part that got me. (laughs) I'm sorry. There
2: was so many many gems in this. She was like... (laughs) Yes, we have time. Get to the mall. (laughs) She said the blackface connoisseur
0: who had to apologize for ridiculously asking why it was racist for white people to wear blackface for Halloween is now going after someone who's less than half her age, but has twice her intelligence.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all Miss facts. Miss Tiffany Crawl. All Bitch. facts.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, how this all started is because Naomi Osaka, who... <laughs> These, this podcast become becoming full circle. We were just talking about her cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The cover model of uh, Sports Illustrated, somebody tweeted since saying she's too introverted to talk to the media after tennis matches, Naomi Osaka has launched a reality show, a Barbie, and now is on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. And then here come Megan Kelly as he ain't got nothing to do with nothing. She's like, let's not forget to cover an interview in Vogue Japan and Time Magazine. Now, what the fuck this got to do with that? Right.
1: <sighs> Natalie, what the fuck this Natalie came out herself and got her together. Like, girl.
0: Oh, I don't even <laughs> see what she said. I
1: mean, Naomi. What's that girl's name? Is it Natalie or Naomi?
0: Bye, Naomi.
1: Naomi Osaka.
2: Sorry. <laughs> no, she said Natalie. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Nat Natalie Cole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, but my new phrase that I'm stealing from her is um. Such insight from the land of the inconsequential.
3: Okay, I, that's a word. <laughs> that is a word.
0: Oh, I am stealing that one from my bag of goodies, my arsenal mm-hmm. of <laughs> I'm really gonna go through the archive one day and be like, "Nope, that's the one for my web series." I'm putting that in the web series. I'm
2: right. <laughs> What? I'm I'm pretty sure that Tiffany Cross is one of the few that can go toe to toe with an intellectual gay. If she if she has um well uh, oh. well you know because her reads her reads are kind of like I mean a lot of girls can read but her reads are kind of like top notch reads that oh actually, no they're top notch that actually there would be so many reads in one sentence.
0: Yeah. And that's my type. Um, and sometimes, what I love also is that sometimes you don't catch, like <clears throat> when she was on The View one day with, um, you know, of course, Whoopi and them was there. And she, um, he had asked, Whoopi had asked her about Donald Trump. And she was like, well, if he were a reader, um, I would say that he should read my book about. <laughs> <laughs> but the way she threw in, if he were a reader.
1: I it love was that. So, that's my kind of read. <laughs>
0: Okay. It was so brilliant. I loved everything mm-hmm. about it. If he were a reader, I would offer him resources and, you know, a book on how to better. I'm like, this bitch is really doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, and, in that same show, she was actually kind of getting whooping together. Who together? This- whooping? Yep, she was slightly getting me together because, um, you know, um, this is a while ago, but this is during the what? this is during the presidential election, like right now, a few months before Biden had selected his VP, and she was doubling down on the fact that like, no, we need a black woman VP, and what is wrong with black people asking for what they want? And then Whoopi was critiquing it like, well, what's wrong with there being someone of a certain age? And also, um, why can't it be a white woman? She's still qualified. I think whoever's qualified for the job should um, be able to do it. And (laughs) you should see the way Tiffany's cross mouth was just moving. like She was looking at Whoopi like... Like,
1: Girl, you you have no idea...
0: Shut the fuck up, in all (laughs) due respect. Because what you're not gonna fucking do, as a black woman, (laughs) tell me why I shouldn't vouch for black women. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you don't sit the fuck down, Mm. and we're not another thing. She he was trying to call her agents because she was saying that it should be somebody that. Just a little bit younger. Are we going to pretend that Biden is not in his 70s? Okay. It, it wouldn't really make a lot of sense to have a VP that is damn near the same age as him. Exactly.
1: <laughs> People don't think.
0: Biology is not a thing and not a concern, of, of course, <laughs> I guess. <But> anyway, <laughs> Tiffany Cross deserves some licky-lacking. Um... <laughs>
2: The licky, do. licky, 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 licky. licky The focus is mm-hmm. In the question. Licky,
3: licky.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like, I like my fish with hot sauce too, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Goodbye.
2: <laughs> that was mixed emotions, y'all. That was, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that was
1: okay, have, have a great uh, blessed evening. Was, i, I
2: I'm like, <laughs> if you don't fucking
3: move.
0: <laughs> ah. Fuck it. She got her head, okay? Yes, she She's did. dripping in spit. Let her enjoy it. The cross connection is done, and you may close your legs. Enjoy your <laughs> head tipping cross. <laughs> oh my and God! We moving on. We moving on. Um, um, I'll be. Moving
1: on. I think I saw oh. your baby mug. I'll use that because.
0: Mosaic is a large study that will try to prove whether the experimental vaccine regimen can prevent HIV infection in North America, Latin America and Europe. To do this, the study will enroll cisgender men and transgender people who have sex with cisgender men or transgender people. If Mosaico can show that the study vaccine regimen works, it will be a very important step on the way to finding a safe and effective vaccine that will protect people around the world from HIV. For more information about Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. Is the T-O-D the topic of
1: the day?
0: All right. Ooh. Hmm. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Now we're back for the topic of the day. So I uh, made a post in my Instagram stories about possible topics with things that you guys possibly want to talk about. And one submission was about DL men. And you know, we talked about this very generally over the course of several episodes. But let's dive a little deeper. Let's dive a little deeper into this bullshit. <laughs> and I'm going to start with the controversies now. I'm going to tell y'all how y'all create DL men. Yep. Yep. And then
2: somebody said, who? Y'all. Who, me? I don't do
0: shit. Nope. Those ideologies, homophobic rhetoric, the stigma in coming out and the way you treat gay people is why we have DL men in this motherfucking world. The way y'all treat people that love women of trans experience, this is why they're DL. Let's talk about it. Because this is hard to swallow. <laughs> oh, yes. <yeah. laughs> oh,
1: yeah. This is going to uh, get caught in your throat.
0: This is going to get caught in your throat. Because sometimes the dick you suck and belongs to a man that's DL. And this uh-huh. is where the anger comes from.
1: Yeah. Woo. Now, let's not
0: have the fact that Let's start here because the conversation was supposed to be about how violent DL men can be because of like, they're playing on their insecurity of holding on in and sometimes like, I guess the, the point was like they're triggered by the site of homophobia or like we're holding that in and their own internalized homophobia, they lash out and are violent. I guess what that was the submission was supposed to be about. Um. Yes, I do know that some do men that have, haven't owned their truth are usually the main ones calling people out their name, calling people faggots, saying certain Saying certain ignorant things so they can convince other people around them that they're normal, that they're cis and straight. But there's a bigger picture at play, and why that even happens, and why they doing all this shit to convince you otherwise.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <clears throat> that sound of that sound that came out of my mouth was a. <laughs>
1: it ain't even was... a laughing matter but we over here just kiki well
2: y'all that last <laughs> time I, at the noise I made the noise was like ah. and what that <laughs> <laughs> and what that meant was <laughs> what that meant <laughs> it's some hard to swallow shit but it's the truth it makes you go uh, like you're, you know go ahead Lindsay I know you were about to talk but
1: I mean...
2: So where do we start?
0: I guess we can first start with why would somebody want to stay in the closet? Right.
1: I can think maybe, of without a host of reasons.
0: I, maybe because y'all out here gay some people.
1: They would be met with vitriol. They would be met with violence. They would be, you know, inequality, in, in, you know, I'm everywhere. Sorry. And... It, This is why we have certain laws in place, but they're not in place in every state, you know? Job inequality because of gender discrimination, all sorts of things. I can name a thousand reasons why um, Mm. people would be in the closet. And, you know, it's, it's, it's such an interesting topic because there's no empathy given to DL men. I think from both sides of the coin, certainly not from yeah. heterosexual people, because cishet women, cishet black women are uber focused on their inherent feel, fear, which is HIV and AIDS, the stigma of, you know, or the, the stigma of, or shall I say the attack on their femininity, If your man cheats on you with a man, that's like an attack on your femininity. It's a threat to your family, your ability to build family. There are all sorts of latent um, fears with heterosexual women. And I namely say black, black, cishet women, because I am a cishet woman. And this is definitely my wheelhouse. And. When we talk about the Black community, when we talk about what masculinity is, when we talk about toxic masculinity, it all, all of these things swirl around together, mm-hmm. you know? I spoke earlier about external noise that gay men usually hear from the time they are young. Stop mm-hmm. that. It's too feminine. You're acting like a girl. Um, all of these things, all of these projections, all of these things become internalized from mm-hmm. a young age, and it they, it's like it's not okay to be who you are,
2: right. you know.
1: So that's where it that's the root of it,
2: and yeah. nobody
1: wants to discuss that. They want to go straight to oh. You know, they just pretend that it would be so much better for everyone if this person came out and didn't dupe the lovely young woman that he was with, you know, and, and forcing, you know, having children with her and creating this false life. He should have just came out, you know, but you what is coming come out in certain so instances look like? To. What does that really look like? No right. one thinks about that part of it. What does coming out really look like when, you know, your back is against the wall and certain things are expected of you and it could, you know, mean a loss of everything? What does that really look like? And why do yeah. people, why do CIS have people think it's so easy?
0: Right. Because they think, because we have a few idols out here that, oh, homophobia has been eradicated. No. Um, you're still alive and well. Um, secondly, if you're not creating a safe space for people to come out, you need to start asking yourself, how do I contribute to a safer space for people of LGBTQ experience to feel safe? First, before you even fix your mouth, to tell D-Milton just old men to just come out. What are you doing to create a safer space? Are you a person yourself that, are, that is shunning them or denouncing their existence? Are are you yourself doing that? If you are, you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> the fact that you're right. even disgusted that someone is DL, it in itself is part of the problem because someone being that close to being gay or the fact that they are gay, if what you perceive to be, that's homophobia. Um, Another reason I think that DL men exists is because y'all don't believe bisexuality exists.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) So a lot of these people that are bi are sitting here not saying it. Well, one, they don't owe you shit. If we just fucking, we just fucking. I don't... Have to tell I don't you, that owe I
1: also,
0: you my life. Yeah, I don't owe you my life. If, and not for nothing. Well, of course, when you get in a serious relationship, you might talk about past partners, right? Maybe. Maybe, but I don't necessarily have to tell you who I used to fuck. Like, and so it's not really not old to you like that. I feel like people want to hear that news so they can. No, I need to know so I can oppress you. You need to tell me so
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Heterosexuals need to have a label on things so they can know how to treat you. I and need usually to know that I hate you. It's right. And usually right. that treatment is not good. And when you think of the term DL, it was really caught. Well, it was coined by a gay black man at a time where there was a, a, a fear, a hysteria amongst gay amongst straight Black women about, you know, HIV and AIDS because that was a big thing. You're hiding it from me. You're giving me AIDS. That was the narrative that was put forth. He actually did Black gay men a disservice when he came out with that book. I forgot the man's name, but he He did them a disservice. And all he did was heighten fear and exacerbate um, you know the black black women and their passive homophobia that's all that did
0: now everybody JLP.
1: is concerned with you're tricking me you're tricking me if i have if i am speaking with other heterosexual women about this topic they usually turn this around on me because for a lot of um cishet women You're not supposed to, the only people that are supposed to care about LGBT issues are people that are under that umbrella. If you are heterosexual, that ain't your wheelhouse. You ain't supposed to care about the humanity of others. Right. All of a sudden, always, in every circumstance, this conversation is turned to me in my personal life. Well, would you want that to happen to you? What if your man was cheating on you with a man? I wouldn't want my man cheating on me with anyone.
0: Period. Infidelity is infidelity.
1: I have also had, unfortunately, gay men ask me this question also because they want me to... um, be one of those black cis-hat women that they have experienced in their own lives. They want my answer to align with those women and it usually doesn't. It's like they need for me to to answer a certain way.
0: And like I told you, they should be asked, when you rebuttal to that, it should be, how would you feel if your boyfriend cheated on you with a woman
1: Exactly. But what happens is, Emery, I'm usually so put on the spot, you know, like it doesn't even come to me. I'm always it's always a fight about, you know, I always circle back to think about why they have to be in the closet in the first place. It's always goes back to, but would you want your man? Doesn't matter what I want. The fact remains that we've right. created we we have created this.
0: Yeah, we created a space for people who had a choice, may not ask to be a part of this life. So, <laughs> because of what comes with the territory, is what I mean. Right, uh, um, people that want you dead right now. Just for existing and breathing and loving who you love. I mean, just look at the backlash that little Nas X gets just from making a fucking video dancing naked with other men or kissing a man. This is not the type of environment that is welcoming of gay men.
1: It just isn't. And when we think about this narrative of the poor, unsuspecting cis het woman with her, um sexually deviant and depraved um closeted gay partner think about that picture Mm -hmm. this is the narrative that's being perpetuated perpetuated excuse Mm -hmm. me you know like oh this horrible horrible person is duping this Poor, unsuspecting woman. And having children. How dare he? When all he had to do was come out. Right. For some people, coming out could mean losing it all.
0: It can be. Their family, their friends, their fucking sanity. Their Mm -hmm.
1: everything. Everything they worked for.
0: And the real question is, are they really a friend or family?
1: Collectively, we haven't made it easy.
0: You have not made it easy, collectively. So don't sit here and hide your hands and act like you don't know why. But what i would also noticed, too, another thing, a reason I might think that someone may not want to come out is because let's say someone is a masculine presenting male. Um, When they come out, for some odd reason they're robbed of their gender now they're miss girl yeah now they're (laughs) they're not man enough now they're sissy now they they all of these derogatory terms i'm literally the still the same person i was presenting as such but now you're going to rob me of my gender and, and misgender me That's a mild thing. Not
1: only that, just emasculate.
0: You emasculate me in my entire existence. That's another minor point to the bigger point, but these are all things that cross the mind of somebody that's DL.
1: Yes. If they reveal themselves, their masculinity will be dismissed. Their manhood will be dismissed.
0: Manhood
2: dismissed.
1: You're Masculated. not you're somehow not a man
2: if you have sex <laughs> with other men. Yeah, literally, which is which is crazy to me <clears throat> because they'd be quick to call a trans woman a man, and she's not even a man. And we bring this up all the time, but you won't That's call it. Makes sense. It I'm ridiculous. all
0: type of womans and all types of this. It's but because sir, it's one, because
2: black people ahead. are selective. I already I already told y'all. Black people are selective. You know, they decide when they want to be mad, when talking about, well, why didn't he just come out? You know, you know why he didn't come out. You're you're asking a question you already know the answer to, because you would have called him a faggot. That's why he didn't come out, okay? And don't nobody, everyone's not built for that. You understand? Some people have expectancies of having kids for, you know, for their moms that want grandkids and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, they're trying to uh, keep up with people at the church, and you know satisfy all of them um uh, while they sin every day of the, of the every day of the week mm-hmm. okay all of these other reasons other than being themselves yeah they put they put that stuff first because they don't want to deal with y'all's ignorant asses and they already saw hmm. how you did they gay cousin what, what's the gay cut co- what's the gay's cousin's name Bitch. <laughs> right <laughs> Lam- lamont okay you saw how they you saw how they did him lamont, you know, so, yeah. so why would you why, <laughs> would, you be, why would you be a part of that and Damn. now you're running around um in bushes and stuff like that listen it's fine but what you won't do is ask the question well why did he just come out right because that's not what you really want
0: and even if it is what you want, your agenda of why you want that is not pure in its intention. that mm-hmm. you just want to make sure that you can hate her. Hate exactly.
1: Him. It's uh, it's about you. It's not about the person. It has nothing to do with their well-being or care. It's it's about you and your bullshit. It's about you and your homophobia. It's about you and 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 you know, your privilege as a heterosexual person.
0: Yes. And the entitlement wears me because I've had a family member, a, um, a woman that kept, this cis woman that kept asking me, just like, I know, I know who yeah, gay, I wish he just said, I wish he just said, but why do fuck do you feel entitled to know? I, I literally asked her, I said, why do you need to know? Because he just needs to say it. But why do you need to know?
1: Why? And he
0: she doesn't could oh, not you answer
1: the question he didn't exactly because the privilege that's what it is. I am heterosexual, and you, and if anybody is anything other than that around me, I need to know.
0: I need to know because, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what it really is because if they happen by happenstance, they are by. I need to know that we can't fuck because I don't like bi men.
1: Exactly.
0: I don't want no bi nigga.
1: I don't want a... Honey... Mm-mm, I don't want because a dick that's like been sucked fucked by raw, another man.
0: And I don't want no raw dick from somebody that also fucks
3: men.
1: Men, exactly. Yeah, that's why bi- bisexual men are immediately put in the gay category because... Yeah and just because like the kinsey scale once again people need to read just because mm-hmm. you have a proclivity toward one doesn't mean you can't have a sexual or sexual and romantic attraction to the other
0: right absolutely
1: it's almost like straight straight people force um Their perception of what bisexuality is on people. And it's usually you're just gay, especially for the men. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there is a specific aversion to gay male sex.
0: Absolutely. We kind of had this conversation a little bit earlier. Like, how often do you hear about somebody calling a woman DL?
1: never they're given a very a very um palatable (laughs) title by curious
2: leave leave what's her name out of
1: this (laughs) by curious
2: because she was dl for years oh oh
1: the queen the king (laughs) the king
2: listen and guess what I didn't, you know what? I was, I was on Dana Owen's side. I didn't want her to say one word, okay? Because why? Why? Why do you need to know? Fuck you. And you that's see, and know.
1: that's another thing. Like <laughs> we talked about that not too long ago. Like when you're in the public eye, when you're a celebrity, people are talking about, oh, why announce it? Whether I announce it or not people are going to make assumptions anyway, and they're going to announce it. Right. Right. People are always on some shit like, oh, we knew she was gay. We knew she, you know, she got a bitch. Whether they announce it or not, they don't have any real autonomy over that. So a lot of people are just literally getting it out of the way. Right. Because you done already made your speculation, and God forbid, if you see them out with someone of the same uh sex, y'all gonna take it and run run with it any old way.
0: So let me pause right there. This is what I, it's like you damned if you do you damned Damn if you, you don't. don't because yeah. if I don't come out you're gonna say why the fuck didn't you come out because I need exactly.
1: to know exactly and did. then if I come out it's <laughs> such a oh you you so warned by me coming out
0: like why you're you gotta so tell worn. me that I don't give a fuck about that why you telling us why can't you be quiet what do y'all want for me?
1: I've been minding my <laughs> business, but you motherfuckers keep calling me gay.
0: Right. And now that I'm owning it, it's a problem. Right. <laughs> make it make sense. Make it yeah. make
1: sense.
0: So let me let me add that to the list of labels. They become, I mean, they're emasculated, they become um unattractive to some, undesired unwanted for some. Mm-hmm. Um, all these labels that come into the territory of coming out of the closet, mm-hmm. you become disgusting.
1: <laughs> and for a lot of you um, cishet women, this is about dicks you can't fuck.
0: Right. Because yeah. you
1: think because you're heterosexual, you're entitled to every dick in the room.
2: Yep. I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did. Oh, I'm going
1: to say it. And that and, and with trans women, too, that perceived dick that y'all all fixated on, y'all want oh. that, too. And you man you can't have it.
0: Actually, it's not as you say that. I do need to attack a few bitches because I was being more politically correct. Um, bitch, I'm not a waste. I'm not a fucking mm-hmm. waste. I'm out here using my dick hole. Ain't nobody wasting shit. First it ain't thing they say, oh my you. god, what a waste.
1: <laughs> waste of what? Because you can't fuck it.
0: Right. Yeah, like, oh, he gay. Oh, sweat a wait. Bitch, I'm not wasting it on you, you trash big gold bag <laughs> bitch. Like right. it's not about you.
2: Not one bit. Always. Yeah, that comment is always, yeah. Yeah, so yeah well.
1: because it implies that. <laughs> What else could you possibly be good for, like being gay? like if you ain't here to fuck me because I have a pussy, then you don't even need to exist You don't even need to exist. Why is you here on this world if you're not fucking Christian? Why are you in this world If, you're, <laughs> if you ain't fucking girls? Yeah Especially Maybe. if you fine, and a lot of the gay population is above average fine.
0: By default, only more so because of hygiene. Because if some of you niggas washed your face and used (laughs) a scrub or put a little bit more care into your look. A little bit more care into your look. Um, Maybe you could turn it. (laughs) Yeah, but... (laughs) Maybe you can turn it. Maybe you could turn it to. (laughs) Yeah, But <laughs> oh, yes, that's nothing desirable about or nothing that people will look forward to about becoming unlovable to some people. You know, another label that we can add to the list.
1: Well, it's the same thing with trans women. Like once somebody reveals that they're attracted to them, oh automatically gay.
2: Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: Think about what you're saying. They have an attraction right. to some. They have an attraction to someone. Well, with in, in 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 on the trans woman side, they have an attraction to someone that's a female figure.
0: Right.
1: What the fuck are y'all talking about?
0: What are you talking about?
1: Whether or not they have whatever's between their legs is their business. And they uh-huh. should not be denied love, desirability, or anything mm-hmm. else because of what your perception might be about Funny, their genitalia.
0: There was a DL guy that ended up making like I think he had did a a video with a trans woman. And he I guess he was considered DL. And so when the video came out, um it was such foolish shit. Like again, what comes with the territory? Now his male friends are like, oh, I don't know if I can be friends with him. You know. You've been friends
1: with fuck? him all this time.
0: What the fuck the with who he fucking gotta do with you?
1: Because mm-hmm. all of us see, and a lot of straight men too, they have this thing where if he gay, that means he's gonna come on to me. Let me tell you right now, half of the half of y'all that think that about, your gay friends have standards. And for a lot of you, (laughs) y'all don't meet that. They would never, (laughs) ever, ever, ever want to be romantically or would be sexually or romantically attracted to none of y'all. And I'd say that for a good 75%. No
0: shade.
1: Half of you niggas that's so scared that you know, the friend that you thought was cool that y'all shot hoops with. All of a sudden, because he revealed his um, identity to you. Wanna oh, come that on
3: affects to you?
0: me. I can't be he seen don't want with him.
1: You. Bitch, he do not want him you. It's
0: a reflection on me. and Oh, he also might want me. It's all this silly shit. girl.
1: And also, heterosexual people, stop um, announcing that you accept people. They don't give right. a fuck about what you accept. That's <laughs> you part really of the don't. problem. Don't nobody give a fuck.
2: <laughs> nobody give a fuck about what. Said.
1: What y'all accept.
0: I wish, I already let my family know. I don't want to hear no, I don't necessarily agree, but I. I...
1: Agree with what?
0: And who the fuck, fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? I'm not, yeah. I'm not making space to that. Mm-mm.
1: They're here. You ain't have shit to do with it. They ain't going nowhere. Ain't nothing for you to agree with. Ain't nothing for you to accept. Period. He Mind your business.
2: Always want to know who's gay. It's you that thinks about those things. It's you that thinks about those things.
1: It's you, it's, you, things. Things. it's, you, it's, you, it's you, you, you. <laughs>
2: it's,
0: it's you <laughs> that thinks about those things.
1: No one has time.
0: <laughs> It'd be bitches that look like they came out of the movie Candyman no. <laughs> <You're thinking
1: laughs> you with a mouthful of bees.
2: A mouthful okay. of bees. <laughs> Dirty fingernails, bitch. Dirty fingernails, cotton mouth, bitch. Get the fuck up uh, out of here. Cotton mouth. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of y'all straight niggas got cotton mouth. What the fuck, bitch? Type of shit. A lot no of y'all.
0: No No haircut.
1: Goodbye. Most
0: unkept of holes. We sit- anyway. But, um... Yeah, y'all need to do better. Y'all need to do better. And y'all need to realize the role you play in quote-unquote DL culture, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's a huge role.
0: You actually need to do away with that term. Because just because you don't know something, don't fucking label somebody DL, bitch. It's business is his business. And uh, some people, you
1: know, and some people because it's so the you know, the world is so unkind, you know, grappling with one's identity, that's a lot.
2: Right. So how the hell are you gonna tell somebody else what you are and be like, I'm on a DL? What are you gonna say? Like, uh like You're private, you're discreet.
0: You discreet private. about who you you private, you discreet about who you fuck, okay.
2: Well then how are we supposed to know the difference between those regular people and the people that are straight DL? Cause a lot of bitches are private who are openly gay. Me. <laughs> you. We're
1: talking you.
2: With one. You're mm. talking about me. <laughs> like I need to know if you DL, bitch. Me. Like are you in are you in the closet? <laughs> if somebody mm-hmm. asks that question, that's already trying it. Are you okay, in the closet? No, it is.
0: I mean, I am in a closet made of glass. The fuck? Do it still count? <sighs> wow. It's just silly. Who, me? It's just <laughs> silly. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Oh. No, just, the situation It's just mm-hmm. silly. Um, it's something to think about. Are you, in the, about and I hope you we...
1: in the closet? <laughs> I hope we get, we've given everybody a few things to think about the next time. It's not so easy. It's It's not not that easy. Stop indicting people. It's, it's, you know, it's like an attack on their humanity. It's not, no, and let me make myself clear too. I'm not in the business of condoning any type of, um, you know, making a fool of people quote-unquote, tricking people. I don't condone any of that. But this is one of those circumstances where you have to take that into consideration. Right. I don't like when, you know, I'm not condoning any kind of deceitful behavior, especially in a relationship. But, you know, uh, sometimes men, you know, it's hard, especially for Black men, the Black community, Toxic masculinity all around. There's a lot to grapple with when carving out your sexual identity. I mentioned that external noise that a lot of young black boys, black gay boys have from just from when they're young. A lot -hmm. of, there's a lot of repression that happens. Mm -hmm. They are repressing their true selves in order to assimilate and get along.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm
1: empathetic to that.
2: Right. I, because because you know all the gays that go to the balls. So you know what you know. <laughs> Listen, I am a
1: gay, okay? I a you gay. know
2: what can happen. For, you know? I am a
1: proud gay. But no, I, I you know, I, I feel the pain. And I know, you know, a lot of people just, you know, when they're coming out they want their parents or their mom to feel at ease, so they, you know, ease that I'm by, just to make it a soft landing. Oh yeah, you know, guess, uh, just to soften the, like, soften it, like, just to give them hope that maybe the game <laughs> yes, part can be turned off and a girl can, you know,
0: slap a pussy over here and maybe exactly. change my life. Exactly, <laughs> but
1: as Emory stated in his coming out video, which was my favorite part. Unless this girl has a chest, a hard chest, and a beard. (laughs) Bitch. He said something like, well, if the girl has a hard chest and a beard, you know, maybe we could work something out.
2: (laughs) Oh, Wow.
0: And I said, well, but maybe then...
1: If you can find <laughs> Emery's coming out video, it is such a delight. It's insightful. It's funny. It's touching. It's all those things. No, but I it had it to go down. it it because that was my favorite part. Oh, huh? It
0: got, taken, it got taken down because Jessica Kohiner transitioned. Oh, yeah, that's down, right. Yeah. The
1: young one... Well, the woman who originally did the interview was, uh, well, had transitioned. So I guess that would be a part of her old media.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, she did away with that page. Um, But something I also wanted to add was this is why it's dangerous to, this is why diversity is important. This is why also creating, um, um, what I want to say, being represented in the media is important because when you create, a world or a life for only one type of person, that is the dream that we all grew up wanting for ourselves. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that, as young gay men, we grow up with the thought that, okay, I wanna get married and have the white picket fence and have the children and the dog. And so you have these men growing up with that ingrained in their mind. And then let's say that they, they are gay or bi, they get married, they get the wife, and they're suppressing the, their desires and traction to men because they're like, no, I have to live the dream. I have to have the wife and the kids and the
1: house. And, and to add on to that, it creates this perception that if they lived as gay, they can't have a picket fence.
3: They can't, they can't have, have
1: a husband and a happy home.
3: And unfo- that that's day. another
1: show for another day because that manifests itself in in several different ways which exactly. i've seen in dating mm-hmm. in navigating the community it ain't pretty. when
0: you suppress yourself it manifests and this is where infidelity comes in all of these things are all connected Mm -hmm. in his own way yes I'm not supporting infidelity but the um not this is even bigger
1: than just the DL conversation this is like a culture this is like a a a cultural thing like love and relationship like it's a trickle-down effect like yep. you hear the external noise when you're a kid, you internalize it as a, a young man. In some instances, it's repression. So you're in these relationships that are fraudulent. Or if you live as a gay man, your whole mm-hmm. idea about love and relationships and marriage, marriage is skewed. You don't think you can have what you want. and that is a And that's another problem which we probably have to get to in another episode. <laughs> but it's definitely probably, a bigger we, issue.
2: Yes, we, we, we probably do. That's definitely
1: a to be continued for sure. Oh,
0: yes. Uh, um, Yeah, just in closing, just think about the cause and effect of how we think and how your contributions to this type of, toxic homophobic culture is why DL men in itself exists. It's, it's, I think it's very simple and an easy cop-out to really just say, they need to just come out or they are just violent or they are just this. How does society in itself create the dangerous DL man that mm-hmm. you perceive him to be? The person with the the insecure man that is dangerous and violent the one that feels time. like he had to be trapped. I think it's time for a book deal.
1: I think it's time for a book deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Y'all. Lindsay, I meant to also ask you, um, was the the author of that book, was his name Elon Harris or J. No, Elkins? no, no, no.
1: Elon Harris was Elon Harris was the um famed author. Of um, well he was one of the first guys to really talk about it in a fictional sort of way like his story okay. Invisible Life was definitely about D.L. culture it escapes me right and now and it's not
0: J.L. King either
1: <laughs> that's who I might be talking about J.L. King okay. the right, the author of the D.L. whatever it is Living My D.L. Life or whatever it is
3: <laughs>
0: on the down low. Mm.
1: life on the download.
0: On the download no. too. <laughs> coming up from the download. Although. <laughs> yeah, nigga.
1: Right. It was on the down low. A journey into the lives of stri- quote unquote straight black men who sleep with men. yeah and all he did was you know stigmatize black gay men you know hiv and aids was a big thing and and that was the thing it was like black cishet women and their inherent fear of you know it was all about oh my god my man is going to cheat on me with a man and he's going to give me aids that was what was being perpetuated
2: oh wow I used to clutch my pearls to Elon Harris's books in, in middle school.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Elon Harris um, was the first author where I thought really captured intimacy between men, like romantic intimacy. That was the first time in print that I'd ever seen that. And then my uh, former mentor, when I was younger, James Earl Hardy, took it a step further with his urban fiction book *B Boy Blues*, that's the first time where I I read ex- somewhat explicit sex between men, and it was and not only it was like the thrilling kind, but there was it was it was romance. It was a, a, an urban love story, and I believe um, Mr. Jesse Smolier is bringing that to the small screen very soon.
2: Listen, we don't know if Jesse Smollett's bringing it to the small screen or not. Okay, <laughs>
1: you know what? And <laughs> I'm, right I'm, I'm gonna Jesse. leave that right there. I'm gonna
2: he, leave that right there. I'm gonna leave
1: that right there.
2: He's a he's a Jesse Smollett lie. So how do we know? You know
1: what?
2: <laughs> you know um, what? How, how do we know? We'll and I'm gonna leave know.
1: that right there.
2: Um.
0: <laughs> well. I will say this. Follow us <laughs> at HTS underscore podcast <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. This episode was sponsored by Museco. Yeah. journey tours a better. Wait. HIV vaccine, but oh. <laughs> yeah. Just a Thank mess.
1: You. Yeah,
3: nice. but um
0: I'm oh, nice. and leave
1: and don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
0: Subscribe yeah, and
1: also um, rate us. Tell us what you think.
0: And give us five stars. Nothing less.
1: Nothing Thank less. You. We deserve it.
0: And yeah. If you
2: and give me love, I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, congratulations, Lindsay Alpha Omega.
1: Lindsay Alpha Omega. Yes, guys. I'm in a house. She's in You's a ballroom house. I, like, I is in a yeah. ballroom house.
0: Administrator Lindsay. <laughs> I've made it. i made it. <laughs> Look out for the next ball near you.
1: Oh, child. You, well, you would have seen me at the ball anyway, child. Right.
0: <laughs> if you would like okay. to know where the next ball is, go to Ballroom Throwback's <laughs> television.
1: Honey,
0: Facebook page.
1: Yeah, let's <laughs> let's see what the next chapter brings.
0: My friend, yeah. Or join the ballroom group, ballrooms clips and tea for Goodbye. all the messiness and that, the room, next be board.
2: that I room be trying That room be trying it.
0: Oh my god. And, uh, um. What was I saying? <laughs>
3: Goodbye.
1: <clears throat>
0: Oh yeah, you we saying goodbye? Oh, it's goodbye. By merchandise, child. Oh, Buy yeah. merchandise, child. On
2: you know that motherfucking with, website with Lindsay's <laughs> face on it. We know Lindsay's with face me on, on it with a mug. Face Get on the you a motherfucking mug, child. Drink your coffee in peace.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next time, Swallow. We'll we promise not to keep months. you waiting
1: so long.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, we'll be back soon. Not in two months. Sorry, it's guys. It's
1: Emory's fault. <laughs> we've been, we've been, we've been,
0: we've been busy. We've been, we've busy. been busy, stressed and busy, stressed and busy. It's, and
1: busy. it's the okay. truth. I have to admit, we all have been busy. It's been hard to connect. I'm in a ballroom house, y'all. I got responsibilities. Uh, on oh, top oh, of my Lizzie,
2: eight, fifth, no. and eleven jobs. Oh, Lizzie, we don't want to hear that. We've been in the ballroom scene for years, girl. Darling
1: administrators, <laughs>
0: darling. Well, let's. Administrator Lindsay is doing her part. I'm an
1: administrator, huh? darling, doing my due deals and seeing <laughs> what my deals do.
2: Oh. <laughs> Hey, listen. <laughs> she raps too. Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna check with Caesar about that. I'm not Ooh. sure about that. <laughs> I'm she gonna ask shut it on. down. Shut it down. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, be like, is she? I'm gonna be like, is she one of those cunts that just come in and kind of, <laughs> or does she the Or is she really? You know. That's what I'm gonna give. You know. Uh, <laughs> <really> <laughs> he gonna, he gonna know. tell me. He gonna tell me the truth though. He gonna tell me. me he me. sure is. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, listen, I'm prepared for whatever that answer may be. <laughs>
2: we got a we got a little theme song for that house, but we're never gonna get out. It's 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 a secret. Nope. And, uh but Lindsay knows it. I do. Yes, she does. Congratu- congratulations, girl. Thank you. Congratulations. I'm a part of a
0: fabulous house, and I look forward to every adventure that comes with the territory. Oh, and also, the baby, shut your motherfucking mouth. All right, we're out, swallowers.
2: <laughs> 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 Pew.
1: No. no. Goodbye. <laughs> <Give> my, <check. laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. my papa taught me how to ride dicks. Cut them off. Freeze them. Did use them as ice picks. Hard times, baby. Got bitches upstate. Two and two to eight for first degree rape, but I can't get it.